0: tips, and to remind you that above all, this too shall pass. Welcome to episode 70 of the Heal Your Heartbreak podcast. And today is extra special because I am beginning the listener series episode today. So every four weeks now, you guys will be hearing An interview with an actual listener of this podcast. I've been able to interview some incredible experts everywhere from infidelity, organization, astrology. I've just been able to talk to so many amazing people, but what came to me a few months ago was I think it would be so beneficial for you guys to hear real stories of people who have gone through the same things that you've gone through. So I put a call out on my Instagram and got Such an overwhelming response from so many amazing people. And the best part was I wasn't sure how this was going to go, to be perfectly honest with you. Most of the people that signed up have never been on podcasts before. And so I wasn't sure how it was going to turn out. But I will say I have been continuously blown away by the people that I have interviewed. So, I'm so excited to get started with this series today. I will put a link in the show notes for those of you who want to be on as a listener. Um, you can remain completely anonymous if that's your choice. But, you know, the more stories that we get to hear, the better because I think stories really help. You guys have heard my story so many times, but. Stories really do help. They give us hope. They give us, you know, practical advice. And I can tell you guys certain things till I'm blue in the face, but it might be one of these guests that talks about no contact and it really, you know, hits home for you. Or they might talk about a certain healing thing that they did that I've never even mentioned. And that might be the thing that works for you. So today I'm actually kicking it off with a pair of sisters. Um, Today I have Gabby and Megan. And the reason that. I wanted to have them on the show is I became aware of this account on Instagram called Mooing On Boxes, and they are a basically a curated shop for products for those of us that are going through breakups. So I got the self-care box, so it's a box. It came with like a shower Bomb, um, bath bomb, face mask, this adorable scrunchie, a candle, and it came with like a super cute note. So they have all these different pre-curated boxes. All of their products come from a lot of them are women-owned businesses. They're super eco-friendly, vegan, all of the good things. And the reason they stood out is because I had been approached by a couple of these companies in the past, and all of their products were really just not in line with what I talk about on breakup bestie, and when Gabby and Megan reached out it was such a good fit so they sent me some of their products and I totally fell in love and I really wanted to have them on the podcast so they are two sisters and I think what's very interesting is one of them just got married yay The other one is in the process of going through a separation with her husband, and they've both been through very traumatic breakups, which is why they started this company, but getting to hear, you know, the differences of someone who is, you know, very much past their breakup and into a new happy relationship, and then someone who's in the thick of it. So I think you guys are going to be so fascinated by this episode and so fascinated by this series as it gets started. So I am so excited. The girls at Moving On Boxes were so generous to give a discount code. So it, the code is Bestie. You can find it in the show notes if you want to grab any of their incredible boxes or products. And without me talking anymore, here is Gabby and Megan. Welcome Gabby and Megan to the Heal Your Heartbreak podcast. I'm so excited to have another duo on, another sister duo, and to learn more about you guys. So if you guys could start just by introducing yourself, maybe Gabby you could go first of just who you are, where you're based out of, and then one of you guys can talk a little bit about moving on. Certainly. Well, hello, everybody.
1: Uh, my name is Gabby. I currently live in San Diego, California. I'm from upstate
0: New York. Awesome.
2: And obviously, since we're sisters, uh, <laughs> I'm also from upstate, but I'm uh, based in northwest Arkansas at the time. I have two doggies, and I miss living with my sister. <laughs> We've been roommates <laughs> for a couple of years, so... <laughs>
0: Story. Yes, and you guys are the um, co-founders of Moving On, which we will be talking about more throughout the episode. But if one of you guys could just give like a brief overview of what it is, and then we'll get into the story of what made you start it.
2: Yeah, of course. So uh, Moving On is a breakup company. It was inspired by our own personal experiences. Um, you know, like breakups are really hard, and we wanted to build a shop with items that we used or would have used or loved to use during one of our breakups. And our mission is just to help inspire self-care and positivity about rebooting and resetting and moving on.
0: Awesome. And it's such a cool concept. And I was so drawn to it when you guys first started it. So excited to learn more about that throughout this. I mean, you guys have such interesting stories. And I think what's a very interesting dynamic is Gabby is just got married and Megan you are currently going through a separation Um, and while I don't think going through any kind of separation is cool by any means so I probably worded that wrong but um, I've been getting a lot of questions lately on this whole concept of like I'm going through a breakup and my best friend's getting married or I'm The only single one in a friend group or just like that comparison game. And I relate to that so much because the last time I went through like a gnarly breakup, my two best friends got engaged, like within, I mean, I want to say like three months after me going through the breakup. And so I remember that feeling. So I would love to hear from you, Megan, like what that experience has been. And then if you guys can both kind of talk to, like, how have you navigated that dynamic? Is like, Gabby, how have you been able to show how happy you are and then still manage, you know? So I think there's just like a lot of stuff to manage within that dynamic.
2: Yeah, I honestly haven't found it difficult at all. Good. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't feel like there was anything really to manage. I think, if anything, it gives us like a unique perspective, like for the business wise. Um, But I love my sister and I've always been happy for her, like regardless of my relationship status, I can totally see where if like, I was the only single one of my friends, oh hell yeah, I'd be so (laughs) sad. (laughs) Um, But like with me and my sister, I have never had any of like, oh, I wish I was doing that or like,
0: um, yeah,
2: any comparison.
0: Yeah. And what about for you, Gabby? Has there been anything on your end?
2: I know. I mean, of course, like
1: it was definitely difficult to see my sister struggling and really upset. But like at the end of the day, like I do believe like she's making the best decision for her. So. So, yeah, I'm happy that she's on her journey of of moving on to better things. And yeah, I, I didn't feel like I had to at any point in time, like not show my excitement for my wedding like megan was always still asking me questions about my wedding and i didn't ever feel like i couldn't um share things with her which was awesome
0: yeah that's amazing and i I
1: think
2: for her wedding (laughs) yeah (laughs) i saw the wedding photos i was like oh my god like i'm getting like i want to like relive this moment
0: oh that's (laughs) awesome (laughs) And I think too, with the world being back in full swing and weddings happening, I think there was so many downsides of going through a breakup last year, obviously with like isolation and not being able to do things, but you know, it's like we didn't have to go out to weddings and go out and do a bunch of things and and encounter like couples and maybe our ex and all of those things. So I know that's probably a big thing coming up with wedding invitations starting to flood in. Um, And I think too, what I tell people, Who are struggling with that, like, best friend getting engaged while you're going through a breakup is like, we can totally feel two different feelings at once. It's like, we can feel sad that we're going through a breakup and feel so happy that we have a friend that's happy. Definitely. Yeah. Um, Okay. So, you guys started moving on because of breakups that you were going through. So, I'd love to hear from each of you what was the breakup that started? This all it's like I think the three of us all have this in common where we started companies based on horrendous breakups so people have heard ad nauseum about mine so we'd love to hear kind of what was your breakup that caused that.
1: Um, I mean, I can certainly go down a rabbit hole with more (laughs) than one breakup, but um, for the sake of time, um, there is one specific that I feel like was the most significant and probably the hardest breakup that I have had. Um, So I'll just focus on that one. Um, Essentially, I was just like super head over heels, thought I met the man of my dreams, thought we would get married, the whole nine yards. We were talking about moving in together a few days after this conversation i was pretty much broken up in a text message um realized that my family me and my friends were all blocked from his social media i kind of just thought it was a fight just because i was just caught so off guard and then a few days after that he was facebook official with his ex-girlfriend
0: so wow yeah (laughs) yeah that that would be enough to that
1: one (laughs) one. yeah
0: Wow. Okay. So we got like ghosting, getting back with his. Okay. So we, there's, there's a lot going on in that one and we'll get into like what your feelings were, what the struggles were, but Megan, what was your breakup of all breakups? Oh, well,
2: I was thinking about it. I actually like really have two significant breakups. Um, the first one, it was just, it was just emotionally unavailable and just, strung me along for like years. He was just like all talk, no action. And I just I was so enamored with him and yeah, he was just completely unavailable and just had a like a profound effect on my self-esteem. And then the most recent was my husband who was not only a liar but a cheater, a serial cheater. So, um, yes, very hard. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I just would like to tell everybody it's I know it may be like a cliche, but if something feels amiss or uh, you have that like gut feeling, just go with it. You don't need any proof. Don't even try to find the proof. It just makes you crazy. If you feel it in your gut, then I mean, I want to say it's like nine out of ten times it's something's going on your intuition is telling you something and l- listen to it
0: yeah and not to not to get all like therapy in here but do you find that that was an intuition thing in the first one when he like wouldn't commit for that long and like just kept stringing you along do you feel like you knew in your gut like it wasn't going to change or do you just feel like you like kept hanging on to that
2: honestly i don't really remember because i was just so hopeful that i whatever feelings i just put them aside so i don't really Or i just was like oh we're meant to be we're meant to be it will happen it will happen and then i i didn't want to i was completely blinded completely yeah
0: yeah we've been talking a lot about emotional unavailability on my page and on the podcast because i think it's such like a You know, we're in with Gabby, your thing was like, so not subtle. It was like, so gnarly, so black and white, like one day here, the next day there, I feel like emotional unavailability is like, death by like a million paper cuts kind of a thing where it it just strings it out for so long and you just keep hanging on to that hope for so long and then it eventually it comes to an end. Um, I'd love to hear from both of you like what were the biggest things you dealt with emotionally after your breakup? So that could be feelings, that could be beliefs about yourself? You know, did you like isolate? Like, you know, what were kind of the biggest struggles that you faced right after the breakup? For
1: me, it was the initial shock, just because it came out of just complete left field. My other relationships, you know, I felt like it was coming, we would fight, I would at least be able to have a conversation um, about what was happening. And I just literally got nothing and was just begging for the closure, and my mind went wild, of course, like, why? What did I do wrong? What happened? Like, how long were you, like, cheating or being unhappy and telling me the opposite? So, for, yeah, for me, I was just, I kept searching for an answer to try to make myself feel, feel better, which, I mean... <sighs> I obviously ended up realizing and accepting that I did get an answer and it was, he didn't want to be with me and I needed to move on, but I kept trying to get the closure from him. And then it was also right around the time of like my birthday, my college graduation. So I kind of had to be happy for those moments, but I was just a complete wreck. So again, like, yeah, the biggest struggle was just the shock, um, thinking that I know somebody and it was just night and day like the change in the clock
0: so yeah Yeah. do you feel like because I think that shock factor is one that a lot of people experience do you feel like you almost had to go through a couple different waves of the breakup because it's like first you go through the shock and then once you got to that point where you kind of gave yourself the closure then it was like almost like you had to go through like another mourning process
1: Definitely, um, because at first I was shocked and I kept thinking we'd get back together like the few days that I didn't know he was with somebody else and so like I was like oh like I'm still hopeful but like completely devastated and then I found out and then it was like this whole other thing like now I'm like holy crap like rereading or like where something went wrong and yeah after I realized I wasn't getting closure I mean that was probably like two months to be honest like I was just straught cried every day for probably three months but yeah, there's definitely stages. And then after that, of course, like when I started to laugh again, to be honest, it sounds so corny, but like when I started to actually have other emotions other than just sadness and feeling bad for myself. Yeah. And then after that, it was like, okay, I'm starting to feel ready to, you know, um, go out and drink because I, I do enjoy an alcoholic beverage, but I knew if I drank during this certain period, I would be a complete freaking disaster. And so like, I literally told myself, you're not allowed to drink for, until you feel ready that you'll be able to control yourself. Um, so like I had kind of like different stages like that. And then of course, when I felt like I was ready to possibly go
0: out on a date or something like that. That's so interesting. I haven't drank in a very long time, so I don't really talk about like that part, but that's really interesting. And you know, not saying that everyone needs to do that. But I think the fact that you have the awareness that like you probably realize what you would like call him or like go off on him. I was calling sober. So I just didn't want to have to call
1: (laughs) 20 more times (laughs) with alcohol.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, And I think that probably helped you a lot because whether we like it or not, alcohol is like a numbing agent. So it's, mm-hmm. you know, it, it just blocks you from accessing certain feelings. And that's great for some people for short periods of time. But if you're using that as like a serious crutch, then it can have harmful effects of the breakup. So I love that. I've never heard Definitely. that before. Um, and then what about you, Megan? What were your biggest things that you dealt with or are currently dealing with? Currently? currently. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Um, there's a bunch of things um so self love self care compassion um way too hard on myself, and mustering up like enough enthusiasm to do like literally anything to get out of bed to take my vitamins. There was like one day that I woke up and I'm like, I looked at them, I opened the like, freaking cabin and I was like, you know what no, I just like I just can't yeah, <laughs> uh so that was really hard for me for a little bit to just like want to do anything. I, I just was indulging in movies that I've watched and didn't want to get out of bed. It's like, that was my coping mechanism was like, I'm just going to stay here and be numb to everything that's going on and just zone in.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I think, well, two points from what you brought up is I think, People, when they go through breakups, they either go to one side of like overly distracting themselves or they go to the other side and just like, just sit with their feelings and do nothing about it. And I think everyone has like a different end of the spectrum that they tend to fall on. I'm usually like way overly distracting. Um, So I think the whole goal for anyone is to find a happy medium as with anything in life, is to find like a nice balance. And I think the other thing you brought up, which I talk about too, is the whole thing of like self-care is obviously it's so helpful. But what sometimes we have to remember is like having the strength to reach into your cabinet, pull down your vitamins and open them and take them, that's self-care. Like taking a shower or washing your hair or like shaving, you know, like – Going to get the mail from the mailbox. Like, you know, when you're in that state of total devastation, anything is self care at that point. Like, anything you're doing that's stretching beyond what you feel like you currently can do is huge and it should be celebrated. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. What would you do if you had unlimited time and energy? As you're navigating your breakup, I know your energy can feel low, and it can feel really difficult to complete everything you need to in a day. When you're emotionally exhausted, it's especially important to be really clear on what your priorities are and where your energy should be invested. Therapy has helped me in the past figuring out where I should be putting my energy, whether that's career, friendships, relationships, events, which in turn has helped lower my anxiety because I don't always have to feel stretched thin or behind. So you guys touched on it a little bit, but what were like some day-to-day habits or rituals or things that you picked up that helped you in this healing process?
2: After my separation, like I said, I realized that my self-love and my self-care were really in short supply. And I... It was like, I need to change this. Like, I'm tired of this. I'm tired of feeling this way. And especially because my lack of like confidence was really low after being cheated on. So yeah, I started doing therapy. I was reading self-help books. Um, I started getting more involved in my community, volunteering, making new friends, hobbies. And then I have a self-care standing date, um, which is really just, it's like a little bath and... Have my candle, <laughs> but I really I like. It. It. I actually like literally look forward to it. It's every Sunday, but um sometimes I'll change it up depending on like if I'm really feeling like like I need some PLC. I'm like, okay, well, my self care day is now changed from Sunday to like Wednesday, and
0: so I'm I really love that. <laughs> and what were some books that really helped? I know people are always looking for book recommendations.
2: Yeah, I have two. Um, the Breakup Bootcamp by Amy Chan, uh, loved that, It was really insightful. And there's a self-love workbook for women by Megan Logan.
0: Okay, cool. And
2: that's like one that it's, it's so colorful and you, you write it, you literally, there's daily exercises and it's something that you can just keep and look back on, which I have done many times.
0: <laughs> there's quizzes.
2: Yeah. I really recommend, I recommend both. Those are really been my favorites that I've read since my great book.
0: I love that. What about you, Gabby?
2: Um, for me, I
0: definitely cried
1: a lot. Um, I started a quote book with all my favorite, like, love and inspirational quotes. Um, and I would, I mean, read it, like, every day. And I was, like, just feeling upset and add more into it. And I still have it to this day. So it's just a really nice, like, memory. I listened to a lot of music. I journaled a lot. And like me, I took a ton of like long showers and bubble baths. What also really helped me was for whatever reason, but uh, binge watching like the same movies. And I made it a point to only put on comedies, like no, no, the notebooks and things like of that nature. But it was just, it had to be a funny, had to be a funny movie. And yeah, just doing little things every day, like going outside for a walk um, and seeing how far I can like stretch myself to... Do something do it longer the next day for example
0: yeah yeah i love um love that you said that too about like what you're watching because i think that's i think we probably all have the days where we're like i'm gonna torture myself today and watch like <laughs> the notebook i've done that <laughs> um <laughs> where it's like i just want to sob all day but on any other day, watching comedies, and I actually had all my followers submit like breakup safe, mm-hmm. like TV shows and movies and friends was like my breakup series, even though there's love in it. I don't know. It's it was always like very lighthearted for me. Nice. Um To be honest, the one that I remember it?
1: me, It's for some odd reason. <laughs> I know that. There's a love story, but just because she hit rock bottom, and I was like, well, I haven't hit that bad, (laughs) so it, like, made me personally feel better, but um, I watched it every day, like, so it's the only one I remember. I mean, I know I watched other ones, but for whatever reason, that's just one that I recall because I watched it so much, and it really did make me feel better, and, like, I remember when I first, like, laughed
0: again at it, and I was just like, yes, I think there's also something to say about, and I've actually never thought about this, but I think there's something to say about repetition. And that's probably why routines help so much during breakups is because we feel so out of control of relationships and of other things. So whatever we can like manage, because I had this certain comedian that I would watch his special or listen to it. And I like have it memorized pretty much because I listened to it like every day when I was going through the breakup. So I think that's why it's so nice to have routines and repetition is because we have anxiety, we feel out of control. So it's like the best way to stop that is to like have some predictability. And I want to preface this by saying timelines for people are so different. There's like so many things at play because I also like to tell people like, don't look at the finish line, the finish line, like when you're over the breakup doesn't mean you're like in a new relationship. There's so many little like milestones that we hit. So if you guys could talk about what were some milestones that you hit where you're like, okay, I think I'm going to be okay. You know? Oh my.
2: I feel like I'm still on the journey, but I mean it's been six months and I don't know. I just feel like I'm in a really good place right now. And I am not really sure when I like, noticed that i was okay um it might have been when i actually like moved out of our shared home and like set up my own apartment and just taking steps like that. But I think it's just important to know that like ups and downs are going to happen. Like my down was just like the other day. Um I got back from vacation. I was just came home and I felt so alone cuz so I just spent some days with my friends and I was just like, "Oh my god, I'm coming home to an empty house." And I just got like irrationally like really angry. Um so I know it is another cliche, but it's like healing is just like not this linear thing. It's like you're going to have up and downs. It's going to be emotional roller coaster and I think it's just really important to just have self-compassion for the times that you're really down on yourself and like, give yourself a day. And then the next day, just get right back up and do what makes you feel better. Uh, I don't think that answered the question. <laughs>
0: no, that I think that's really important. And I think that's great because I can't tell you how often I get the question of, I was feeling so good. And then I had an off day and I feel like I'm starting over. And it's like, not at all. And I love that you have I guess I'll call it like the flexibility. It's almost like you have the flexibility where you're like, "Okay, this is a down day. I just got back from vacation with friends, and now I'm by myself. I think the more you can have that kind of flexibility with your feelings and just more unconditional acceptance of of where you're at, um, I think even getting to that place is a lot of progress too you know instead of getting upset that you're upset
2: I was upset <laughs> I was upset. Yeah. but I was like I'm okay I know it's gonna pass tomorrow's gonna yeah. be good.
0: <laughs> yeah yeah this will pass that's like yeah. I swear that's the, my favorite I think I end every episode with saying like this is gonna pass so what what, what about you Gabby what were some of your milestones you felt like you hit
1: um, I don't think it was really things that I noticed at first, and it probably took me looking back to realize all the progress that I had made, and they were things super simple, like I said before, like I finally laughed during a funny movie, um, I remember I gained my appetite back because I couldn't enjoy, I didn't even want to eat food for, I don't know, like at least a few days or weeks, I don't even know. But what I thought was really interesting um, and when I felt like I finally got over the hump, not like to put a timeline, it was probably like within it's like six or seven months after being broken up with. But I realized that I missed just being in a relationship more than I missed him. And for me, I was like, oh, like I really miss like cuddling with him. And I was like, wait a minute, like I think I just missed cuddling or like just like having that companionship. But I remember just like being so happy when I like, just had that like aha moment, like, Oh shoot. Like, I think I'm like kind of over him.
0: (laughs) Yeah. That's, that's a really good distinction. And of course, as you know, as human beings, like we want to be in relationships, but being able to like disconnect the idea of a relationship versus your last relationship, I think is a huge distinction that that you can make. So I, I love that. And I also love that you said, most of the time we don't recognize it in the moment. It's one of those things where we look back and people always ask me like, how do you know if you're healed? And I think it looks so different for so many people. For some, it's like, oh, I'm ready to date again. And I don't feel like I'm comparing everyone to my ex. For me, I think it was just a matter of like, I just appreciated like feeling free and being able to be me. I remember I was like on vacation with my family and I was like, I don't have to check in with anyone. Like, I'm just gonna go for a hike and then I'm like gonna go see a friend and just having that freedom. So I think it looks different for everyone. So that's why it's like, I love asking people that question because it looks so different. And I'd love to hear what's like the most surprising thing you've encountered during like a breakup, whether it's like a new insecurity that came up or a new belief that came up or like a new way you did something. For me, it was realizing that
2: I have absolutely no boundaries. And also when I make boundaries, I don't stick to them. That was like, well, I'm a freaking problem <laughs> like oh my god um and that was honestly just like going through therapy and like talking which also I just like want to mention that if you don't have insurance that I've used that better help oh uh, okay in case anybody doesn't have insurance and um, they need to pay out of pocket for it but I was for one like when I first was going through my separation I have insurance but I was also doing better help because I wanted to talk to someone like twice a week Yes, so that was something that I realized during therapy and I was like, oh my, like I need to to start creating boundaries and actually sticking to them, which is, you know, like a double sword problem, but.
0: Yeah, that's the hardest part about boundaries is sticking to them. Do you find that when you realized that, not that any of this was your fault, but did you feel like when you realized your part in it, do you feel like it was empowering in some way because you're like oh I can work on this
2: yeah for sure yeah. I felt like obviously it, like wasn't like my fault in any of the relationship but staying in a relationship that you know that's not right for you and someone that's like not respecting your boundaries when they are made and you like having that realization that like hey when I do create boundaries you no know, I have a hard time like I significant others and respecting them and then I myself are not respecting them it's just kind of just like well I'm obviously part of the problem in this relationship and it it wasn't definitely eye-opening and I'm honestly really enjoying this um, self-love journey (laughs) that I have been going on and it's I've been go quite some time like I'm gonna be 32 and I'm finally like realizing like damn I should have started like loving myself a really long time ago would have definitely had saved some heartache here
0: Yeah. And I think breakups, um, as painful as they are, can be a good excuse to look inward and to figure out what we can do more of in terms of self-love and learning about ourselves. Yeah. What was the most surprising thing for you, Gabby?
1: Just like how much you grow, like as an individual. Um, Like, I feel like I just learned and appreciated myself so much more during that time. And Like I felt like I could get through anything and I really started to enjoy my own company. Like I didn't need to have a friend or a man or whoever or woman, anyone like next to me anymore. And I could go and do things on my own and not feel like I needed someone all the time. So like that was just a really great thing that came out of it. And I mean, of course, you also realize at the same time, like who your true friends are. But I think like most impactful is just like, there's just so much opportunity out there, um, like not even for a relationship, but like within yourself. And like, I know this is my, this breakup that I'm like referring to is really what gave Megan and I the drive to actually move across the country to San Diego together. And yeah, something that's like impacted the rest of my life. But there's just so much good that comes out of a breakup. Although the pain doesn't feel like it in the moment, there's of opportunities and better things out there for everybody.
0: I also feel like when you're going through a breakup you like you get I don't know if it's it's almost like you get the guts to do like I've booked like international trips right after a breakup ones that I've talked about taking for forever or like you'll dye your hair it's like you'll just do something that you would never have normally done so I feel like you get like some kind of guts.
1: Exactly. You have like nothing holding yes. your back, like, well, nothing to lose. Why not? And it's like, I love that mentality. And I feel like when you start taking those chances is when you really grow and learn by yourself.
0: Totally. Yeah, no, I agree. And um, I think another, I mean, another amazing thing that came out of the breakup was your company. And I'd be curious, especially with you, Megan, is does having this business that helps other people going through a breakup does it help you? Like, do you feel like being able to help other people through that has been healing for you guys?
2: Yes. I feel as if I was reading other people's stories and journeys and then searching for content and constantly reading quotes and affirmations, like it just felt like it's in. Like I went from knowing what I deserved and knowing that I deserved more to then actually like truly believing, believing it.
0: Yeah. I always think like if I wasn't in a good spot relationship wise, it would be really, really hard for me to have breakup SC. Cause if I was like constantly like dishing out quotes and affirmations and I'm like, Oh shit, I need to listen to this, you know? So so it's almost like, okay, we have to practice what we preach in that.
2: Exactly. Um, Even so Gabby and I started this about a year ago is the summer and I was reading quotes about, you know, being treated right and X, Y, and Z. And I'm like, you know what? Like, I started questioning my relationship before like anything really like actually had happened. And it's definitely so true. It's like, you can't be putting out information and like not listening (laughs) to yourself. Like practice what you preach.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, it's always nice to have like that feeling of like a higher purpose um, and being able to like give back what you learned or the experiences that you had and so i bet you know maybe gabby you can talk to this like but when you guys were picking out the products and like all the little touches which you know you guys have thought of so many little touches throughout the process of like them ordering and them receiving it it must have been the heartbroken version of you guys like really wanting to reach out to these people
1: definitely um like we definitely when we were kind of like thinking about like what kind of products that did I want or would have found useful at the hardest time of my life essentially um it's like that's why there's our items are a lot to do with self-love and self-care like for instance we mentioned before bubble baths we have bath bombs and shower steamers and journaling was huge for for me and so um that's why we have a journal and one of the reasons why we decided to post a quote every day on our Instagram was because quotes really helped me, as I mentioned, with like our quote book. So pretty much all of our things have like a little significant part in our own breakup. And we also wanted to tie in like our values as well. Like we look for other um, small business owners throughout the U.S. that are either organic, vegan, like cruelty-free, like practice some sort of sustainability, just things that are important to us and the rest of the world really we're just trying to help other people that are struggling with an ended relationship. I mean, we know that none of our products are going to pull someone out of a deep hole, but we're just hoping that at least it'll brighten their day or at least help them um, take that extra step of self-care.
0: You can tell so much that there was so much thought put in. Like you said, it's like small business, women-owned businesses, sustainability. And I had told you guys separately, but, I have gotten approached by a couple of these like breakup box companies, and you know, one of them had like, you know, like condoms in it and like a wine glass that said like drink to get over them, and you know, just like stuff that to me does kind of the opposite of what I think the goal of healing is. And you can tell it was like someone that is going through it, went through it, designed it in a way of like not just throwing like cheapo stuff in there and something that would actually be impactful. So I love that you guys did that. My last question is, I really want to know about the name. Where did the name come from? How'd you come up with it?
1: Um. So moving on is just pretty much a playing in the words moving on. So we have kind of a little character. Her name is Maisel May and she's a cow. And some people- Yeah, don't understand, so I'm glad you asked this (laughs) because we've gotten a lot of questions and people that were a little unhappy about it. Um, But the reason we chose the cow, um, well one like we're definitely like similar, so a little side note, but cows like they, what it's really what they symbolize and it's um, patience, uh, new beginnings, so we kind of just thought it was a perfect representation uh, to symbolize an actual breakup and Not only that, like, but cows are also considered like a nurturing animal. So, which is pretty much a huge part of being able to move on from a breakup, nurturing yourself and loving yourself. So,
0: yeah. I love that. That's beautiful. Um, Well, if you could let everyone know, and I'm going to put all of this info um, in the show notes. And um, I also have a code for you guys, um, to get your own moving on box. Um, so if you could let people know where they can find you on Instagram and on your website.
1: Yeah. So we are just, um, our Instagram is moving on M O O I N G O N. And our website is movingon.com.
0: Amazing. Well, thank you guys so much for coming on and sharing your story. I think it's so cool to just get different perspectives on breakups and what people have done. So I appreciate you guys and hope to talk to you soon. Thank you so much for having us. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Really appreciate it. I hope you enjoyed today's show. If you loved it, I hope you'll leave a review and share with your friends. If you're not already following me on Instagram, head to at your breakup bestie where I'm sharing new content almost every day. To join our Facebook group, Healing Hearts Club, where you can connect with thousands of people from all over the world going through breakups, head to the link in the show notes. And don't forget to check out my online courses for more in-depth help through your healing journey. I always end these episodes the same way, reminding you to be nice to yourself, stay connected with loved ones, and the biggest reminder is that this too shall pass. I promise.